This is the Soul Yes Podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Maria, a manifestation queen and business mentor for women ready to build empires and create legacies. If you're ready to manifest with ease, unlock your infinite potential and create a life and business even better than your vision board, then you're in the right place. The Soul Yes Podcast is an activation of your most abundant, successful, and aligned self who is ready to make her desires a reality. Claim it now. I am ready for my next level. Let's go, babes. Let's go, let's go. I am back with another solo episode of the Soul Yes Podcast. And today I'm talking about the five habits or the five qualities that successful entrepreneurs embody. And I'm super excited to share these with you. I have been diving so deep on what success means to different people, how we can create our own version of success, and really getting clear on why are some people successful in business and why do some people struggle? Because I feel like the more we can distill what the qualities are of those people who do succeed, then we can start to work on embodying those or identify the areas that we need to be focusing on. So this has been my unofficial research. I have my glasses on, so I feel like I feel very studious saying this, <laughs> but this has been my unofficial research. And I'm super, super excited to share these with you. So number one, do I want to start with number one? I feel like you're going to like roll your eyes when I say number one. I'm going to say it. Number one. So they make sure that they get their mindset behind them. They make sure that their mindset is supportive of them. And I feel like people have started to roll their eyes with mindset. They're like, yeah, yeah, the mindset work. And it's like, no, seriously, mindset isn't everything. I will say that. This is why my own approach to helping people build businesses and their dream lives is bringing together manifestation, which embodies to a certain extent mindset work, um, as well as strategy. You can have the best mindset in the world and that will support you actually in coming up with ideas of what you're going to do for strategy, but you can have the best mindset in the world. If you don't have a fucking clue what you're doing, things are still going to be difficult. So really making sure that yes, there's some strategies and support support. And we'll talk about that, but really, um, making sure your mindset is behind you. You know, how do you talk to yourself when shit goes wrong? How do you talk to yourself in the morning when you're getting geared up? How do you talk to yourself when you're going into a conversation with a potential client or customer or a potential investor, depending on what kind of business you have. So really making sure that your mindset is supportive of you rather than constantly tearing you down because building your business is a whole fucking ceremony without your mindset constantly sabotaging you. So you are going to go through ups and downs. This is the hero's journey. This is the test, the trials and tribulations, the lessons that we learn on the way. This is part of starting a business. Everyone experiences that. Even the people who say that businesses are all ease and all flow. Yes, there's ease and yes, there's flow. And I would say that my business is ease and flow. But when you're growing, you're leaving your comfort zone, you're doing things you've never done before, there's going to be trials. And I'm going to talk about this as well in a minute. But um, make sure your mindset is behind you. It's not everything, but realize where you maybe need to be supporting yourself more with the mindset and making sure that you're going into each day, feeling ready to go. That's not to say, by the way, you feel motivated every single day. That's another lie that I hate that people perpetuate. 
I don't believe everyone's like a hundred percent, a thousand percent motivated every single day, but you know, the majority of the time. And if you're not, then you can do the mindset work and get yourself a little bit more fired up. So number two, zoom out. We get so caught up on the minute in our business. We get caught up on the likes on our Instagram post. We get caught up in the results of a launch or a single webinar. We get caught up when no one DM'd you back from your story or your reel. We get caught up in someone saying no on one call or two calls or 10 calls. We get so caught up in the kind of zooming in. If you are looking to build a business over the long term, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, but overall there's going to be growth. And when you zoom out, you can witness this a lot more. But when we're constantly focused on just one activity, one result, that's when we get really disheartened. So really having an energy of zooming out and recognizing your growth over the long term, not just in an individual activity. Um, The other thing that I would say here is learning to expand the metrics by which you're measuring success. So it's very easy when you're in business to get caught up in it's money. I love helping my clients make money, huge amounts of money, but it's not the only thing you can make money and be really fucking miserable. So how are you making sure that you're measuring other metrics? Like how aligned are the clients that you're calling in? Are they soulmate clients? Are you feeling drained when you're working with them? You know, how much is your social growing? Like your social media following, your community, your email list, how much are you growing and expanding? How much more confident are you? How much more clear do you feel? You know, there's so many different metrics. How much are you enjoying your business? (laughs) That's a really key one. How much are you dedicating time and energy to the things you enjoy most in your business? How can you be dedicating more time and energy to those things? So learning to zoom out and see beyond just the, the singular action or just the money. The third thing, seek mentorship, but not answers. So I think getting support is incredibly powerful in your business. Like I talk about this so much, my own journey with this, but I think there's a difference between seeking mentorship or coaching and seeking someone to have all the answers for you. No one will have the answers for you because you are in a unique, beautiful, divine being. And you will have downloads. Your intuition will tell you and guide you in directions. You don't just want to be a follower either. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to be a leader. So that means that whilst we seek mentorship and support and strategies and things like this, we don't look for someone to give us the answers all the time. So what can that look like? It might look like amending strategies because you feel like it's going to work better for you, or you've had a download that it's going to work for you. It looks like not relying on someone else to come up with all the ideas for your business all the time. You know, if you can't, self-generate to a certain extent or self-motivate within your business, what's that going to look like for the long run? I don't think it's a particularly empowering business to build either if it's always dependent on the external. So how can you instead foster a mindset and an energy of being dedicated to the creativity, being dedicated to the learning, to the growth, whilst also honoring your intuition and your inner guidance and the, the, the messages that come through for you? 
guiding your business in the direction. I think this really helps us move away from comparison as well, like constantly comparing your results to other businesses. You know, what a business looks like on the outside doesn't necessarily reflect what's happening on the inside. Use it as inspiration and proof of what's available to you. Otherwise, move away and don't compare because you don't really necessarily know what's going on behind the scenes. And if we can't know, then we can't make a truthful comparison. Embrace failure. This is probably the most powerful one. I actually saw, I'm going to have to get this up. It was from the content queen and I saved it because I was like, yes, yes, babes. Oh God, my Instagram's now playing a million things that you can probably hear in the background. Because this is something that the more I distill, the more is a key element of a successful entrepreneur. She says she's making more money than you because her pile of failures could eat your pile of failures for breakfast. So much about being a successful business owner is failing. Next, well, in the next couple of weeks, maybe by the time this release, I'm already there. I've been, I'm going to Necker Island with Richard Brunson. I'm so excited. It's going to be the most expansive trip, not only because I'm in his energy, but with some of the most epic female entrepreneurs that I know. And he has failed so many times. He has failed so many times in business. And yet look how successful he is. And I think this is true of all businesses. You don't see the failures behind the scenes. You know, I have actually come forward and spoken about some of these. I know other people talk about them. Richard Branson's been very open about them, but people fail. If you're not failing, you're probably not trying (laughs) because failing is part of testing. It's part of experimenting. It's part of seeing what works and different things are going to work for different businesses, different personalities, different ways that you want to work, different audience, different clients. So much of it is about testing, about experimentation, about going in and being like, that was a wild success or that didn't work the way that we thought it would. How could we shift that? And I think part of this is being agile as well. It's another key attribute and a key part of this. Being agile, being okay to pivot and shift, not seeing it as a direct reflection on your value as a coach or a healer or a business owner or a CEO, seeing it and noticing that it's part of the journey. Because failing is where you learn the most. It's how you grow. So really embracing failure as the learning opportunity that it is, recognizing it's part of your journey. Fail fast, then keep moving forward. Keep keep learning, keep growing. And it's okay to throw a pity party. <laughs> I've been partial to sitting on the floor and having a quick cry or a long cry. <laughs> I have been partial to it. I let it out feel all the feelings. And then I get back up and say, let's fucking go. How do we move forward from here? Okay. This is again, I'm really big on helping women create sustainable businesses. If you want a business for the long run, it's going to be part of the journey. Look at what happened during COVID. All of a sudden, all these changes came in. We had to be agile. We had to learn what works, what didn't work. It was a lot, but we don't know. <laughs> Please help us not know the pandemic. But my point is you just don't know what's going to happen. You know, I saw it in a lot of businesses when the Facebook ads, new guidelines came in. So many people were depending on Facebook ads and that was okay as long as they were agile and they could shift, if they could embrace failure, if they could test new things. I mean, ideally they didn't just build on Facebook ads, but you know, it's part of it. So how can you embrace failure and see it as a beautiful growing experience rather than throwing a pity party and saying, I'm never doing that again. Cause actually you learn more by doing it again, but just shifting, growing, learning, implementing the learnings and going from there. And the 
final one that I want to share is gratitude. This has been huge. I realize that the most successful people I know and the most successful clients I've had as well have been the ones that have really embodied an attitude of gratitude. So if you're looking to create more money, how could you be grateful for every single sale that comes through, every single client that enters your world? Be it a $10 client or a $10,000 client, you know? How can you be grateful to the people around you? How can you be grateful to yourself? How can you be grateful for the opportunities and the learnings? How can you be grateful for the failures as well as the success? How can you be grateful for the things that are the things that you want to change? Okay, so how can we embody this energy of gratitude? Because so much shifts when we are in a state of gratitude. We're happier, we're more appreciative, our stress level goes down, we're sleeping better. But I also believe we manifest more from that place. You know, I hate just bringing up the law of attraction because there's so much more to it than just what, you know, like attracts like. But in this case, the law of attraction does come in. (laughs) So what we're grateful for, we attract more of. So how can you focus on the gratitude instead of, I only have 17 people who have signed up. How can you shift that to, oh my days, I am so grateful for the 17 beautiful humans that have decided to come into my world. And if you're on my mailing list, you would have got an email from me recently. And I was just sharing the gratitude and I was saying, thank you for being here. So how can you embrace more gratitude for the people around you, for the people who are supporting you, for the people in your life, even when you want to extend it even further for the people who aren't in your life, you know, how can you be grateful for every single small win? How can you be grateful to yourself for every time you show up? So just to recap the five elements of successful entrepreneurs, one, they make sure their mindset's behind them. Two, they make sure to zoom out. Three, they seek mentorship, but not answers. Four, they embrace failure. And five, they embody gratitude. I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway is, which one you're going to be focusing on. So make sure to do a little screenshot, tag me in at I am Alexandria Maria. I love hearing from you. So have a little chat with me in the DMs. I'm sending you so much love, so much joy, so much abundance. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today.